It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hi, everyone. This is Shooting the Shot, very first episode with Chris, Orlando, Juan, Marcus. And we're here to talk today about uh, any movie news, anything that comes to mind for about half hour. We're going to do this as kind of like an exercise uh, to warm up before we do our film reviews. But part it's of a, it's a friendship exercise. It's a friendship exercise. So if, so if I fall back on the back of my head and you guys don't catch me, I'm totally going to kick you guys out of this place. You're too heavy. For, oh, I'm there's sorry. A, oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couch <laughs> behind you anyway. We're going to have to catch you. Oh, that's true too, but... He's gonna do this for a half hour, and then we're gonna do our our show two hours later. I don't think we can. Is. I don't think we can promise a half hour. We might go on like for two hours. Well, I'm gonna. <laughs> this will vary. Time brings up the one topic that we have been talking about. Then it it's could go for two hours. Four forty. Four seventeen. Four forty seven. We'll call it. We'll call it. That. <coughs> okay, so, ready? Let's start with the first story. Okay, first story. The room director Tommy Wiseau uh, wants to direct Fantastic Four two. What are you guys' thoughts? I say yes. It sounds amazing. How could it get any worse? <laughs> is my it, question. Exactly. It's like because Fox is still behind it. The movie was already off. The Fantastic Four movie was already awkward. How about we add a little bit more awkward? Do I hear the funny thing about this? None of us have seen this movie. We're just going off of us based on the internet, and you guys should too. Thank you. Yeah, yeah don't watch that movie. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's with him directing. If I, I obviously I don't think it's going to happen, but if <sighs> they ever did, if it ever happened, it might be the best comic book film ever made. Because of how bad. Don't put that kind of pressure on the movie. It, it, like because of how. What if bad. it actually turns out good? I know. Like, I'll show you. <laughs> it's like what he directed this. The reason why he hasn't been making movies is because he's been perfecting his art. <laughs> he's been training for so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're on tab- and then he's he's just like Daniel Day Lewis is put to shame by his acting skills. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Now I want to see it. <laughs> Oh, I thought we want all wanted to see it. Well, well, I mean, I mean, even more. Like, <laughs> I kind of want to watch the room again. <laughs> I see You're tearing me apart because you guys haven't actually seen I, it yet. I didn't no. hit it. I didn't hit it. I did not. Oh hi, ma. <laughs> oh hi, ma. <laughs> I like the random pause where he's like, "So Mark, tell what he says." Like, uh, tell me about your sex life. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh god, it's the best film. Anyways, anyway, I wouldn't watch that. I would. <laughs> I would. And Fantastic I, Four. I was going to say, I'm like, do you have anything to say? Fantastic Four. I don't know. I'll wait and see. You should have seen it for me since it was out in Los Angeles. And I didn't want to watch that horrible film. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to watch it for $15 a movie. I didn't want to pay it. I think. What is it, seven fifty? Speaking like of Fantastic Four, I think what happened there is basically what happened with. Uh, who's uh, the, the director of. Uh, Wolverine or, uh, Origins I forgot his name Gareth uh, Gavin Hood Gavin Hood yeah 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 because I feel like because they're saying a lot like first what happened was the studio started messing with it, uh, mm-hmm. Josh Frank and then Josh Frank you know started messing up as well especially with his tweets and, and his apartment thing dogs yeah, yeah. causing $100,000 um, worth of damage to the movie uh, apparently this, wanting to fight with Miles Teller as well well this feels reminiscent of the 91 like scenario with David Fincher with 20th Century Fox in Alien in Alien 3 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe this is saying something about what, Fox yeah no because what they're saying yeah. um, is 
because, like, for instance, when they get uh, Brian, because they use Brian Singer and they use Matthew Vaughn for X Men First Class, uh, Fox yeah. did, because those are like more well known directors and they have more power, like, you know, they give them their space. But because Josh Trank, he only did Chronicle, Chronicle. Yeah. and then the other director, uh, Gavin Hood, he only did a, a movie, Satsu, right? Or something like that? Sa- uh, Think Satsu, Satsu, something. It, it, it's it's the South African. Yeah, I remember. And, and like they basically hired them to bully them, is what I feel. Almost in a way. Why would you? Why would you do that? I mean, just, these are like high hot topic properties. Yeah, I, I don't because they well, get to keep the rights longer. Well, that's why. But less gambling, though. I mean, I heard the same very similar things with actually with uh, Kelsey Grammer was saying Brett Ratner kind of went through a very similar situation with The Last Stand. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. Uh, I know a lot of people make fun of him because it's like rush hour, ow, you know. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. what? I don't understand. What's it coming out of your mouth? Or, I remember know. here but, was like was reading Chris Tucker impression. <laughs> no, that was my Chris Tucker failed impression. Anyway, yeah. I remember hearing like reading a quote one time where David Fisher said that basically one of the executives said that's like basically just because this is Alien Three, this is going to make so much on opening weekend. Yeah. So it's like oh, yeah, yeah. we're gonna mess with it. We don't care how good the film is. We're still going to make money off of this, which I because of the hype. I actually don't believe that was true. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was supposed to be projected to be number one at the box office that weekend, but I don't think it was. In fact, I think it was oh, no. uh, <laughs> like a domestic failure in the United States, but it made <clears throat> money all in Europe, like mm-hmm. not, not even Asia, but Europe alone. Right. So that's, that's 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 interesting. Twenty years later, is a very similar situation. Yeah, yeah. All Fox, right? All Fox. Yeah. Damn you! Fox. Uh, that was kind of funny because Gone Girl was produced by Fox, so and apparently they were they learned their lesson. Oh, we're pretty hands off. We don't want to do same with yeah, Fight but, Club. Yeah, but oh, they they did a Fight Club too. Yeah, Fight Club and Fox. Gone Girl were Fincher and Fox, hmm. which is rather fascinating. They're like, okay, we can work together. I thought uh, I was thinking Fight Club was Paramount. Well, something. didn't you have seven thought, in between? Yeah, there was, that? that was New Line, and then okay, so like, maybe they were like, okay, let's. Keep our hands off you. Yeah, I feel like because like David Fincher has like the power now to do. Yeah, it's like wants. let's not mess with you while you're doing Fight yeah. Club. Exactly. Like, but you have all these new directors, but and they, the studios are really hands on with them and really kind of try. They're, they're trying to play handsies with feet. Yeah, that's actually a terrible image in my head. Like, stop. we're gonna play footsies with hands. Wait, what? <laughs> Other news. <laughs> 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 Aquaman won't be a joke in Batman v Superman. According to Jason Momoa himself. Well, yep. I, I, hope I said he it right isn't. this time. I said it right this time. Yes. Jason Momoa? What'd Jason you say? Momoa. What'd you call him? I forgot what I said. Jason Momoa? By the way, this Momoa. is our like, 14th try at this podcast. We're trying to, <laughs> we're, we're figuring it out on the We plot. do much better when we're not filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But we're filming anyway, so yes. forget about it. Uh. Well, I'm not surprised. I mean, they've been say- there's a rumor that like uh, somewhere in DC, like for the DC universe, that they just want to ban all jokes. Uh, that's the rumor that, that they want to be super like the opposite of uh, Marvel. Yeah. Which I have a feeling the reason why why this happened is because like the jokes that the only jokes that were used in Man of Steel failed so bad <laughs> that they're like it's, it's, he's it's not true. Yeah, that one. Uh, oh, um, Trump and then the well, stuff, it's so. an S. Well, here on Earth, it's an S. Yeah, yeah those um <laughs> the only part that, the only part that made me laugh in Man of Steel um 
And I know you guys. I think I think another part. I think another part. Yeah. Mom, uh, his mom just like nice suit, son. Like yeah, nothing like, like after the yeah after the attack, and she's just like nice suit, son. Yeah. And I was like, that was actually you know that it was, was well that timed. Was, yeah, she she said it right. The yeah. pause was like perfect. Yeah. And I laughed and I was like, what? Like, I actually was, felt something while yeah, watching this. That film. was really funny. I, I was not depressed. Oh, but that almost seems counteractive because the. The guys that are directing the Flash movie are Phil Lord and yeah, Chris yeah, Miller, that, which is weird. which is insane because yeah. they're known for their humor. Yeah, they're Twenty One Jump Street, Twenty Two Jump Street, uh, Clyde with a Chance of Meatballs, Clone High, the Lego which, movie, and the Lego movie. Yeah, and they're doing uh, Last Man on Earth, right? Yeah, uh, that's Will Forte, but they produced right. it. Yeah, oh, yeah, they have yeah, a big hand right, in it too. Right. And, and now they're doing the, the Han Fox, Solo. Correct? Hmm? Sorry, television show on Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Will Forte all by himself. Yeah. Till yeah. Kristen Shaw shows up, and yeah. then all these <clears throat> shenanigans happen. And now they're doing the Han Solo. They're doing uh, the young Han Solo movie, yeah. which is going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> I wonder who that's going to be. I don't know. I, well, I, a I, lot of people want uh, Chris Pratt. That's no. what I was vying for. Well, but Chris Pratt can't be everything. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. he's going to be sure? Indiana Jones. He's, he's going to be every everything that Harrison Ford in Jurassic World. He's going to be Jack. He's going to be Jack Ryan. Wait a minute! He might actually be Czech, right? I know, but no. Uh, there, uh, conser- well, there's rumors that, uh, or not rumors really, but people want uh, the kid from Kingsman. I forgot. It. I don't know. Yeah, um, I haven't seen Kingsman yet. Oh, it's such a good movie. Matthew Vaughn is one of my favorite films. So, uh, film, uh, I was also. That's no, sorry. I was also hearing that they like some people been wanting like Clint Eastwood's son. I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, uh, Scotty. Scotty Eastwood. Yeah. 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 Good. Uh, Probably because he's pretty. I think he looks he, like his he, he, he looks exactly Have you like not seen The Longest Ride? Oh my god, guys, it's so romantic! <laughs> I'm kidding. Please. Uh, I forgot it was going next. I just, I, just, I, just, I just killed it there. Just disappointed me. Disappointed. And, anyway. What are we talking about? Oh, oh yeah, 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 for some reason. Yeah, uh, well, any, anyways, we're talking about the whole no jokes thing about Batman, right? Was yeah, we're talking about, about And yeah. how, how, <laughs> Philip, how Phil Lord and Chris Miller, how might be weird for them to combine it. Well, yeah, I, not only that, oh. Oh, I was going to say, don't you think maybe there's like, because there's also rumors that the problem with DC right now is because they don't have someone like Kevin Feige who's like connecting the dots to everybody. Yeah, it's all up to yeah. every director. Yeah, Marvel has an end plan. Yeah, DC yeah. doesn't. But maybe secretly, maybe like you were saying before, Ben Affleck has a, has a hand kind of in everything. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, well, he's, well. he's at the, he's at the, you know, he's the face of yeah. Batman and Snyder, and Snyder's kind of like, I'm in charge. But what if he's yeah. kind of working everything by himself? Our, our tenth, att- our tenth attempt to make this podcast, I mentioned. <laughs> or, or what if because of the Kevin Smith connection, boom, which is com- completely not true. Your camera turned off. My camera turned off. Yeah. Your camera should. But yeah, no, uh, because when, like I said, the only reason why, uh, one of the reasons why I'm kind of excited for Ben vs Superman is because of Ben Affleck, and it does seem there's rumors that they're saying that oh he has you know like he said more more to do with uh, not just playing Batman but he has hands on the script and you know doing stuff on the side and then once you once I heard that you know they got the writer for Argo to to write that script I was like oh actually it seems like he, you know. He's actually doing a lot of stuff. I was actually, 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 you said actually a lot. I but did. I said more. Actually. Uh, actually. Thinking about that when I, when I brought up Lord and Miller, is Argo is, like, disarmingly funny. Yeah. For was, a lot yeah. of it. So, like, yeah. the humor was u- utilized a lot. And um, uh, Goyer is known for trying to be all serious and everything yeah. with the script. He's, like, over-religious to these characters. Um Actually, I think Nolan's the one who brought a lot of the humor to Batman Begins. Probably. Yeah. Knowing him. And 
being the process was Goyer. There's, there's humor in that begins. I'm trying to think Where? of the funny part. No, I'm sure there is. But I mean, there's little think. jokes there. Yeah. Yeah. I know but, in the dark in the dark night. Did you get night, the memo? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah like, like the, the dark night. The, the scene that made me laugh the most was when uh, Michael Caine's like, I, I guess I'll, they're going to be considering me like as your accomplice. And Bruce Wayne's like, No, I'm going to tell them the whole thing was, was your idea. idea. Yeah, <laughs> like the little jabs of humor. Yeah, they're, they're lining up the mood. Yeah. But um, yeah, Goyer did the script first. And then Terry was brought on for a rewrite right, once right. Ben Affleck was involved. Yeah. As far as I know. And then now, like, they want him to direct and write, like, the standalone ones as well. The Ooh. standalone Batman yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. Which would be fun. trilogy of Batman. Which was good. Like, uh, yeah. And, like, the trailer looks great. Like I said, um, I don't know about the film, but the trailer itself is a really Especially great trailer. Especially the Batman part. Yeah, that's what I'm oh, talking Oh, yeah. can't stop recording. Oh. So this. Yeah, and like I said, my prediction is, like, for me coming out of Batman vs. Superman. Oh, my mom's gone. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I'll answer You want to put it on podcast? No. It's huh? up to you. No, I'll, I'll text her so I'm busy. Okay, that's fine. Uh, anyways, sorry about that. Hey, no worries. Uh, what was I saying? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. My expectations for Batman vs. Superman. I said, I feel like I'm going to come out of the movie going like, oh, it was okay, but the Batman stuff was great. And yeah. that was my exact same reaction for the first, the first teaser trailer. full trailer, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, it was okay. The visuals were fine. Superman looked cool, but the Batman but stuff, Batman looked, stuff was, looked really was cool. It was pretty snapping. Yeah. And, and also, uh, I don't know if you guys... This is what came up to my mind when I saw the second trailer, the part where uh, that cool shot where Batman's running to, you know, uh, one Wayne Tower. As, as Bruce down. Wayne, which yeah. logistically makes no sense, but is a great hero shot yeah, to where really chaos, cool. where he runs into the chaos. Yeah, and then you know that shot he's holding that little girl and he looks up, and like it's supposed to, it's like the classic heroic, you know, shot where he's holding like the, I don't know if it's the like a dazzle. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To me, I just imagine him going like, oh, like... It's all over. At least, like, no, not a lot of people got hurt. It's like they can't do much more damage to me. And he looks up, and it's like that freaking way instead of like that's just like going down to the crowd. And he's like, "Oh, it's time for revenge." That, <laughs> uh, that'd be kind of funny if Terry did something like that. that yeah. That'd be totally demean the entire meaning of that scene. Yeah, no. But that's what came up to my mind. I'm like, he's looking at that that way instead of that's coming down. <laughs> oh man, he, he's not even just like upset or sad. He's like, "Oh man, yeah, I was wrong." <laughs> guys, didn't want to say anything else? Though? Sorry, we're nerding, we're nerding out BBS. I'm, go, I'm going in with no expectation of it being good, so that I'm amazed if it is, yeah. and if I'm not, it's... Yeah, I can't really fun. say... I don't want to hype myself up, because I watched a bit of The Man of Steel. I didn't watch the whole movie, but I was kind of like, Ugh. It's not it's that great. It's slow at the beginning, <laughs> yeah. and then noisy at the end. So there's, like, no sense of, like, oh, this is, you know, no sense of fun, which is, I think, yeah. one problem I had with it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going back into the whole things like no, we can't be humorous or whatnot. Yeah, you have to have like a like some type of element of joy in these films. Like, I mean, look at a movie like Gardens of the Galaxy. Yeah, Ooh, it's just full of humor. Better yet, um, one key. I watch all the some television too. Um, you guys, Breaking Bad fan? Yeah, mm-hmm. we've yeah. talked about Breaking Bad. Like, oh yeah, yeah well, I, I knew we did, but oh, I'm not yeah, sure. Sorry. Like Orlando, yeah. Marcus. Um, the like I, what I consider the best episode of Breaking Bad was directed by Ryan Johnson, which yeah. is Ozymandias. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's one of the best. Episodes. It is. I would it's, not, it's not. My, it's like in my top five. I'll say of Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah okay. I would consider the, I consider it the best episode of Breaking Bad because everything falls at this point. This is like the ending, the consequences to Walt and everything. And spoilers for everybody at home: cover your ears for at least a good thirty seconds. Um, they all die. I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> Hank dies. If they haven't seen it by yeah. now. Hank dies, Gomi dies, <clears throat> and it starts off morbid, right? Yeah. And then Jesse gets taken away, Walt's left to the desert by himself with a barrel of money, and his car doesn't work. So he starts rolling. And then, in the most, the funniest fashion, like, the most 
like upbeat 40s song plays while he's rolling this barrel of money in the desert looking like a complete doofus and he passes by his pants that he lost a year before in the desert. Really? I didn't notice <laughs> that. Was, it was like, yeah, it was like on a tumbleweed or something. Oh, really? I rewatch it. Oh, it's amazing. But he rolls it, and then he ends up paying like $20,000 to like this Native American yeah, that he yeah, rolls yeah. up to and taking his truck to go back. And the rest of the episode is incredibly morbid yeah, and yeah, dank absolutely. and scary. Yeah. But there was a moment of humor, of joy, of positive because it fit in the context of the episode it wasn't jarred in it worked and it was necessary because if you just keep crashing down the entire way you're just beating up your audience yeah Yeah, exactly it's like after a while your audience kind of gets a little immune to getting beat up for a long time exactly it's like you have to have those highs along with those lows Full range of emotions is, is a good is a great story. It's my belief. Like what I know is one of the things that actually hurt Man of, it's Man of Steel is because like since the beginning, like when they're making it, they're like, oh, we have to make it like a Christopher Nolan movie. Christopher Nolan yeah. movie, yeah. and I felt like that was more like like the uh, that's what they're like uh, driving for, you know, just to make it look like a Christopher Nolan. Not only that, because that's what's yeah. all tickets. I mean, yeah, yeah, Batman yeah. Begins well, they, created the Amazing Spider-Man, exactly. X-Men Origins Wolverine, Dark. Yeah, yeah. The and whole, I, like, dark yeah, side of I, superhero complex. And I feel like... Well, they oh, also... When the Man of Steel was coming out, it was Christopher Nolan's name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, presented yeah. all over the movie. Exactly. Him before Snyder, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. Him before Snyder. From the from the man uh, producer mm-hmm. of... Uh, the Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah. 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 And uh, that's what I feel like the main problem is, like, they weren't really focusing on, like, story or characters. Just like, oh, as long as we make it feel like... If people walk into this movie and feel like, oh, no, Nolan was directing this, they'll be fine. And, I mean... One good example is I think uh, Winter Soldier. Like they could have easily done that. Like it was going to be like a more serious, you know, uh, Captain the, America. It film. is the darkest. Yeah, it is. The, it's the, it's so the most far. serious from the Marvel series, and they could have easily been like, oh, let's make it like Nolan. Oh, no, Cardfall. Already, Jesus already. Christ. Oh man. Anyway, oh, well. <laughs> uh, we got the one camera, but if you have another card, I don't. Okay, so, go ahead, keep talking. I'll grab one of mine. Anyways. Um, what I was saying is like they could have easily just been like oh let's make a you know like this it's gonna be like a darker serious film like the Nolan films but no uh, who are the directors again of, of Winter Soldier the, the uh, Russo brothers, brothers yeah, yeah the Russo yeah. brothers yeah and they're taking over the Infinity right. Wars why not something really funny they're renowned television comedy directors yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. like For, Arrested, uh, Arrested Development Community yeah. uh, Happy Endings yeah and except, they won Emmys for how good they are. Right, and except of like making that they're like you know we're actually gonna make it like a you know they looked at Three Days of the Condor that uh Called, um, Three Days of Condor, All the President's Men, yeah, the seventy exactly. spy uh, films, not, yeah. not the spy, not necessarily spy films, espionage but the, the, the yeah, the espionage, conspiracy, films. conspiracy yeah, films, yeah. Um, but so, the, also, the Winter Soldier was heavily like, I mean, it was a lot of it was tweaked, but that storyline was used, and that's what a lot of it, what it was. Yeah, um, I haven't read those, unfortunately. I wish <clears throat> oh, I have a good friend that's really big comic book nerd. Um, Tony, shout outs to you, sir. Thanks for correcting me on everything I don't know. But uh, Ed Brubaker is the writer of those of that arc, the Winter Soldier arc, which was uh, a lot of it was used, if not most of it, if not all of it, if not, I don't know what I'm talking about. But that's okay, because you all will tear me apart because you're the internet. This SD card feel, feels like it was on fire. I feel <laughs> it. Probably was. No, sorry, sorry. Oh, Going thanks down, for but... taking all the fire away <laughs> oh. from all the the gold that we were giving it. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> all the... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
uh, Rousseau Brothers, uh, <coughs> known for humor. And they incorporate a lot of it. On your left. On your left. Yeah, yeah, your yeah left. that works really well. Yeah. The one that made me laugh is when they throw, uh, when Captain America, like, throws that guy off the building and then Scarlet's like, what about this girl? Like, you know, to yeah. go out. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, not my type. No, no, he's like, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> yeah, not ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it worked really well. Uh, let's see other so I think the Infinity Wars is going to be great 12 minutes because they're directing it so what what 12 minutes left to keep recording this really yeah this is why it works let's see thank you all at home for proving us right we hope you listen soon anyway (laughs) we want to move on yeah I think you were saying something really quickly before we I was just saying how I'm looking forward to Infinity Wars because the Russo brothers are behind that yeah, yeah they're, they're charged with one and two. I forgot that. Yeah, and Civil War as well. It's coming out. Yeah, yeah I'm really excited yeah. about Civil War. Yeah. Formerly known really as. Really a big fan of the comics. Formerly <laughs> known as Serpent Society. That was me attempting to be like a snake. That, yeah. was, that was really bad. Yeah, we got that. Yeah, but people at home couldn't because <laughs> that camera's recording. Anyways, uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> uh, the we did start on Aquaman and we went all the way over there. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, the Goonies 2 won't have Chunk in it. Guys, just don't make it. What's the point? Next, I know. Well, I mean, there's no point to make Goonies too. There really isn't. No. Well, they could turn out to be like washed up old people. It's like, hi, I'm Sean Astin. I'm a millionaire because of the Lord of the Rings. I, I want to go on an adventure, guys. And then Josh Brolin's like, no, I'm doing Marvel movies because no, they yeah, yeah, won't yeah. be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I go Thanos. There is a very inappropriate joke involving Thanos between This between will come Marvel's. up many times. It, this will never come up at all. It will come up many times. Well, I mean, sometimes it comes up. But this, you know, there's uh, certain moments in life where it just has to come down eventually. But hey, anyway. It's not that, it's not that funny. Thanos has to come down. Okay. What? <laughs> that's a joke that's never coming up. Your Thanos is fully erect. Anyways. <laughs> Make sure you we put your gauntlet on. We were dancing around the subject. Next. What did I do? I don't know. Always wear your gauntlet. Anyway, I think we have. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on to I, I need another. I to point out something else. One of us here has not seen the first Goonies, and it's terrible. And I we haven't are seen all the Goonies. What is wrong left, with you? Left. All right, in front right. of me. <laughs> yeah, my, left, my left, right. my left. Yeah, I've <sighs> never seen the Goonies. I've only seen parts of it. It's such a long time ago. What are you doing here, man? What, what are you doing with your life, man? Uh, Who are you? I don't know. It's, it's yeah, one of I just the best. remember. Like parts of it and a deformed person from a long time ago. <laughs> oh, he's uh, Superman. I think you're talking about Hills Have Eyes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, that was a funny movie. That no, you're just gonna mess with my memory of it. It's like, I think all the that little fat kid got like <laughs> <laughs> Anything? Okay, we're scrolling down really far. Star Wars stuff. There's so much. Oh yeah, yeah this one's great. Uh, Benicio Toro is gonna be the villain in Star Wars Eight, directed by Ryan Johnson. That sounds that's awesome. That's going to be fun. Oh, that's going to... Yeah. I'll I mean, that. look at his face. He looks like a villain. Well, <laughs> he's a collector in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. And he's a sure. great... Uh, I've always thought he was a great actor. His best performance yeah. in Traffic, which he won the supporting actor for. Yes, he did. Yeah. Way back in 2000. Yep. Oh, man. So we're all we're all good on this, right? We're positive. Thumbs up? Yeah. Thumbs yeah, up. I mean, you as, can long as, them, as, as long as the next up. one's good, then that one might be great, too. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about Force... Awakens, Awakens. Yes. not unleashed, like I said earlier. It was a disappointing <laughs> movie game. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's funny because like, uh, like obviously, The Force Awakens. I'm sure everyone here. It's our most anticipated film of the entire. Year. Oh yeah, uh, no, our, the, our the, entire of, lives of the rest of this year. I'm not as big of a Star Wars fan. I, I do love Star Wars. But what? No. Really? It's number two on my list. 
What's number? Wait, can I guess? Can Please. we all guess? Yes. Okay. You, okay, you guys what? take guesses. This is what my most anticipated movie of the year is. Marcus, you go first. I won't tell you whether or not oh, you're right. God. I'll tell you guys at the end. Okay, go ahead. Well, what's coming out this year? I, I have two. I'm trying to figure out. Can I go first? Nothing comes to mind. Two. Okay. Oh. Orlando, what do you think the most inti- my most anticipated <clears throat> movie of the year is? One, you're going to get two guesses because, you know... You're, I, I know you're. You can give them three. I got nothing. Man. I don't even know what's yeah, coming out the rest of this year. It's either the. Yeah, Star Wars is the no, only thing on my mind. Nothing's going on. Nothing's likes, going on in the background. Ignore the baby. Uh, he likes to cry. Ignore it. Go ahead. Uh, the Revenant or Legends or. You said I gave you two guesses. But okay, I gave him a third you one. You gave me a third so, one. All right, yeah. fine. Go ahead. Okay, The Revenant, Legends or. The Hateful Eight. Oh, very close. Really? Whoa. Okay. Steve Jobs. Really? That's your most. Okay. The the, the really? reason behind it is because I am a huge Danny Boyle fan. Right. Like uh, Train okay. Spotting, uh, Twenty Eight Days Later, Sunshine, uh, Slumdog Millionaire, yeah. uh, Hundred Twenty Seven Hours. Yeah, that's my favorite. Like, yeah. Oh, all okay. just yeah. masterpieces. Shallow Grave was really underappreciated. Aaron, Aaron Sorkin writing the script. Aaron Sork is the reason why I got into movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Social Network oh, okay. is why I got into movies. I saw The Social Network, David, David Fincher's directing, which is immaculate in that thing. Yeah, but cool. the script, the reason why I'm speaking at this really high frequency, you know, it's really fast rate right now, is because everybody in that movie did that. You and sound like Jesse Eisenberg right it's Exactly. <laughs> Do you not understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Wait, that's two different movies, genres. Yeah. Mash into one. There, Facebook. I didn't have a microphone that I could drop exactly. because we're recording. I, right we only now. have one mic. Anyways, I, I was... I really loved Social Network. I honestly yeah, thought absolutely. it should have won yeah. David Fisher, the best director. And best picture. And best picture. Best picture. Yeah. Won I mean, for that year. Wasn't it, it King's Speech that one? Yeah. Like, we don't talk about uh, that movie. King's yeah, Speech no was, like, good and all, but... Overrated. It was more of the performances. Overrated. Yeah. It, was, it was the performances. more. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. it, it was such a weird... I don't know if you guys remember, because the first half of award season, like, Social Network, which is, like, boom, mm. boom, boom, win everything. And then the second half, the King's Speech started yeah. and everything, which was weird. Oh, well, it's because everything... Pre, like first awards is all critics. Yeah, the critics. It was like if it won out of three movies in the last twenty since nineteen eighty that they've been having like critic circles. There only been three films that have won the big four award critics, which are the National Board of Review, Los Angeles Film Critics Circle, New York Film Critics Circle. I can't remember the fourth one for the life of me. I was the Chicago Film Critics Circle. Maybe might. people at home can correct me if I'm wrong. I apologize. But the, the Alaskan. They know they're in movies. Okay. <laughs> the only three no, movie films who have ever won all four of those are Schindler's List in '93. Uh, L.A. Confidential in 97 and The Social Network in 2010 and only one of those went on to win Best Picture at the Oscars but uh, from post-Golden Globes on it's all industry insiders it's all guilds it's all producers guilds it's all screenwriters guilds it's all um because, like when the King's Speech won Zephyr, no, uh, when it won Screen Actors Guild, like I understood that because the performances were mm-hmm. great. Because you know, what I mean, because it's all about acting. Yeah, in that one, I understood that. But then, like once it got to the Oscars, I was like, oh, I was just, I, I mean, it's a great movie. I, I think it's, but the Social Network, yeah, I agree, it's like way better. Yeah, like and, when uh, I first heard about the Social Network. I was like, oh, come on, a movie about that was my Facebook. Reaction. Yeah, I did not want to like it whatsoever. But once I saw it. Just the, like the trailer got me so right good. Like I, I was like this era, like little bit of cynicism in the back of my head. It's like this is a movie about Facebook, but at the same time, I started like kind of shaking a little bit because David Fincher, like the work on it by um, I can't remember the name, Kirk Baxter and Angus 
you know Angus Wall on the editing of that trailer yeah. was just perfect. Yeah. It was set to the the choir, uh, the Galaxy Brothers uh, version choir of Creep, Radiohead's Creep, and it's, it fits so perfectly that I was like, "There's something more to this than just being a face, you know, just Facebook." Yeah. And there was, there clearly was. It was a business movie, but it was a movie about betrayal, about mm-hmm. one person setting out to do their ideas and the other person clearly doing it the other way. That is one of the best scores I've uh, listened to mm-hmm. in a long while. Wow. I realize I'd break trademark infringement by doing ding, ding, ding. Oh, wait, never mind. Um, anyway. Uh, yes. anyway, oh, yeah, well, we I, got four minutes left. Oh, I've been doing this for a while. Okay, okay. Well, right, last well, article. Well, we were talking about Steve Jobs. The the review I have just like the headline for it, so it just says uh, review of Steve Jobs, a masterful act. I read that review actually. Oh, so um, what, what did they say? In essence, it was saying like because of its unconventionality is kind of why it really worked. It compared it a little bit to the twenty what twenty thirteen Jobs movie with um, Kutcher Ashton Kutcher Kelso Kelso yeah. with yeah. Kelso yeah. yeah with Demi Moore's ex. <laughs> It's one of her and Bruce Willis her enemy. <laughs> act of the movie it are three different events yeah. occurring all, like quote unquote real time. They're all on staging of different products, yeah. and it's fascinating how in the beginning it sets up his character, and in and in the second act he's like a totally different setting. But he, but you see this character progression and it fits in by the end. He starts off kind of like this cold character at the end. He's still this really cold character, but but there's this sense of like. Maybe he's starting to open up a bit more, like like reluctantly, but you know. Yeah. So it's, it's not like a whole. This is our hero piece, but right. instead, this is this is Sorkin and, uh, and Boyle. I am looking forward to it. I was like really disappointed when I found out that Christian Bale dropped out. I was too, <laughs> because Christian Bale's like my favorite actor, and then he but hasn't. Then, he's never, you know, without uh, playing Steve Jobs, he looks a lot like Steve Jobs. That's what I was thinking too. I can imagine the way he'd look. Yeah. But then I heard Fassbender was like, and he doesn't look like him, but. He's a great he, actor. I, he's, he's a really good yeah, actor. He's, he's one of the best right now. So. I, yeah. I'd say he's an incredibly underappreciated actor. Mm-hmm. Especially in 2011, my favorite movie was Shame. And he, the... So, you like the walking tripod? <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Mulligan completely naked. There we go. Anyway. Ha! Ha ha! Ha 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 ha! That's how we're going to end this podcast? <laughs> Carrie Mulligan naked. <laughs> Damn. Scene. Well, that's oh. what happened in the movie. But All my right. point is, was that it was like this painful and harrowing experience of watching this, of watching him try to wrestle with this thing that he, by the end, has no control over. Literally, that's we're talking about shame, right? We're talking about oh, shame. Yeah. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, he seemed to give this performance of like, I'm in control of this. I'm in control of this. And it's no sense of struggle until he cracks, mm. until something happens, and is so underappreciated. Just because it's an NC-17 movie, I think he should. If not won the Oscar, at least been nominated for right. it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, very underappreciated. Yeah, that year of the Oscars, like the nominees were kind of weird. Tree of Life was nominated. Like, you oh. didn't see it? No, I didn't. Terrence see it. Malick's. Yeah, oh. yeah. Terrence Malick's really great, but eh, wasn't really hyped up that much. Mm-hmm. And he was like so quiet about it, but then it just like he's popped up during awards and everything. But, oh yeah, well, <laughs> he's. I think he's a great. Visualist. Oh yeah, definitely. yeah. But he's probably I mean, a terrible screenwriter. Remember in now, Thin Red Line. I think there's only like so much minutes of dialogue, while the rest of it is it's all visual, theory, which is great. But I don't think it's used for. I haven't seen Thin Red Line. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's one of my girlfriend's favorite films of all time. <laughs> uh, all I know is that the it's story fun. about like how Adrian Brody was the lead actor, 
and nobody told him until the premiere that he got cut out of the film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. is the life of Adrian Great story. Brody. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, this guy who's going to play Jesus in about eight years, yeah, he's the main character now. Oh, Jim Caviezel? Jim Caviezel. Yeah. Oh, looks like we've reached the end of our half-hour podcast. Um, please join us next week when we start shooting, talking more about shooting shots and other things here on Shooting the Shot. My name's Chris. My name's Marcus. Orlando. And you all have a good week and keep watching movies. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.